Thank you for joining us today at LifePoint Church. We believe Sundays are an opportunity to know God. For more information, including locations, service times, and small groups, please visit our website at lifepointchurch.tv. Let's jump into the message. Praise the Lord, everybody. Are you glad you came to church today? Man, what a day to join together and uh, what a day to be in the house of the Lord. I wanna say welcome to LifePoint Church. Thank you for being here, especially today of all days. My name is Mike Burnett. My wife, Stephanie, and I are honored to serve as pastors of our church, but also honored to serve in any capacity that we can in our city. I wanna bring you in in just a moment on just the last 20 hours, not even. Um, But if you're new with us or if you're joining us online or at our Austin P State University campus, we wanna say a big welcome to you and thank you for being a part of our church services today. Other churches were not able to meet in town today and so I know some folks are joining us by live stream and uh, we are partnering with churches all over the city as well as our local officials on the back end of a tornado that came through our city yesterday. But uh, if you're joining us online or a guest with us because of that, we wanna say welcome. Please be in prayer uh, for the other churches, especially Mosaic Church, one of our great friends and partners, Anthony Daly and his team are hosting a, they're, they're hosting for folks to spend the night in the building and also they're kind of ground zero for supply and resources. And so we will be working with them a lot, hand in glove together. In fact, I'll be leaving services today to drive right over there to be with Anthony uh, later today. But we've had a really challenging weekend. If you're not uh, aware, maybe you don't have, I don't know, news or social media, but we had a tornado come through our city yesterday afternoon in one of the most densely populated parts of our city. In fact, it's the zip code that the nation recognized as the hottest zip code in America to move into is the very zip code that a tornado tried to destroy families. And so uh, many homes were destroyed, multiple people have died, and uh, many were trapped in their homes. Some took hours to get out of their home. It's a real time of tragedy and grief. In fact, in the, long, in the time that I've lived here, 13 and a half years, this is I think the worst event that we've seen, natural disaster. We had a flood in 2010. We had a tornado in 1999, but no fatalities. Uh, But we have now in this tornado. In a moment, I wanna talk about how we respond when we experience tragedy. And um, I'll try to not share a ton of stories because a lot of stories are still being written. But but I'll be honest, I was there on the ground yesterday. Like I I saw it on the news. I I was looking over my sermon notes that I had prepared and was finishing and Stephanie said, there's a tornado on, on the ground. And uh, man, before that news anchor was over, I was getting in my car to go try to serve families and there's just a lot. And I've never been to a war zone, but those were the only words I knew how to describe for what it looks like on that side of town. And uh, it's tragedy, it's tragic. And I'm telling you, we will engage, we will run into this thing and we will help and we will be here for a long haul. Listen, a lot of organizations will come to town and and want to help, and the news agencies will come, and they'll set up cameras, and they'll be gone in a week. And how many of you know we are not leaving? We are here, and we will serve. So I want to take a moment uh, before we get into this message that I started preparing at 1030 last night. So give a brother some grace, would you? (laughs) It's real good, though. Anybody write a paper like two hours before it was due, and you're like, you got an A? So that's how I'm feeling right now. This is real good, y'all. But I wanna first take a moment and thank you for being a generous church. We believe in that Christians are to bring the tithe, which is our first fruit, our first 10th to the Lord, and we give that through the church. 
Let me just, just encourage you to be faithful in your tithing. Right now, your temptation will be to reorient some of that. And let me just say, tithe to your church and don't forget that we're a generous church. We give 10% of all of that away and we are already starting to reorg some of that giving to help with those that are in need. But you will have opportunity to give beyond your tithe today in what we call offerings. And that's what we give beyond the tithe. And we're gonna all play on that in just a moment. So thank you for being a tithing church. Thank you for being generous, however you do that, uh, online or in the mail, thank you. I wanna talk about how do we respond and how do we think and how do we feel and how do we process when tragedy strikes? Again, if you've not seen the news, we had a massive tornado hit our city in the Woodlawn area across 101st and then the very densely populated North Clarksville area. There are many videos online circulating on social media. I just, on my social media page, which is at Pastor Mike Burnett, I have just shared um, a video that was shared by others and then a lot of photos that I took yesterday. And so I encourage you, if you're not already friends with me on social media, uh, I will be doing a lot of posting this week. And so you can all share that. And every time there's always a link for people that I'm gonna share with you today in just a moment of how people can engage, they can serve, they can uh, share that they have a need. We don't even know all the families in our church yet that have been hit by this, but there's a link that we put on there every single time. So I'd love for you to follow me, be a friend of mine on social media, and then share that as well. Also, the church has that at LifePoint Church as well. The path of the storm was, um, th this storm yesterday was just crazy. It was 70 degrees in the morning, right? And then we see this cold front coming in. And, and if you, my wife's a weather nerd, like she's always kind of followed this kind of stuff. So by default, I'm a weather nerd's husband. And so I kind of know what, what we're looking for and these low shelf clouds and all that kind of stuff. Well, it turned quickly into something very devastating. And this tornado uh, runs through 101st and, and across by Fort Campbell and, and um the Woodlawn area, and then just recirculates in neighborhoods by West Creek Middle School, which is where we had a church for a number of years there before, while we were building our Rossview campus. And then it, like neighbors were saying, they saw it reformulate in their neighborhood right down Needmore Road. And it just went straight through cul-de-sac after cul-de-sac of neighbors. In fact, uh, one of the homes directly hit is a family in our church, a young couple who have just been through one of the diff most difficult years in combat and accidents and other things. And then to top it all off, they got a direct hit of that tornado. By the way, the path of that tornado yesterday went across the big field that we purchased 12 acres on the corner of and watch, it went across our property and then hit the bank that we're behind at F&M and the strip center right there next to it, just destroying I don't know if you know this history about LifePoint Church, but in 2018 was our last big tornadic event in this part of town. And our building, the windows on the front of our building were all damaged from the tornado that directly hit the house behind us and Farmington and Stones Manor and the neighbors behind. So this building's been hit by a tornado. And then our new property got hit by a tornado, which thank God we don't have construction and all kinds of stuff on ground yet. So as much as I've been mad that we haven't broken ground yet, Last night, I was actually kind of thankful. But you know, they say lightning never strikes twice. So now both properties have been hit by tornadoes. So I think we're done with that as a church. But all y'all need to know, next time we buy property, just go ahead and plan. We'll probably be a place. God, I hope not. That's a weird joke, isn't it? So I wanna tell you, listen, if your home was damaged or destroyed, which many of our church families were, 
uh, reach out and let us know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you how to do that in just a moment. All of you need your cell phone out with you, by the way. We're gonna be using that in just a minute. Uh, online at Austin P as well as in the room here at Rossview. We want to come alongside you. The Bible says to be generous to those, especially in the household of faith. We're gonna do good to you. So we're gonna, we're gonna care for our church family uh, especially well. Y'all hear what I'm saying, everybody? So we love you, we're praying for you, and we wanna help you. There's no doubt that the tornadoes that hit our city yesterday were devastating. And there's tons of clips and footage online for you to see what's happened. But I wanna talk about how we think and feel and process and respond to this sort of tragedy. I walked the neighborhoods yesterday and I just put my hand on the shoulders of grown men who are in total shock and despair looking as the entire front of their home is missing, not just on the ground, just gone. The news said the debris cloud had debris as high as 10,000 feet in the air. So it's not just that it just picked it up and threw it across the street. Some of the things were found across Kentucky. You guys understand, this was a massive storm. And I'm talking with grown men who are just, can't even cry yet. They're just in such shock and despair. How do we, as the body of Christ, respond to this sort of tragedy? I ask you again to bear with me as I worked on this message last night. And I wanna thank my mentor and one of my overseers, Pastor Rod Loy, for his help on this message. I wanna read from one of my favorite passages in the book of Psalms. It's one that my wife and I became accustomed to when we lost everything in a fire in 2004. It's Psalm 46, verses one through three. I need you to write these notes down because I want you to be ambassadors of this message to your city this week. Psalm 46, verses one through three. It reads, God is our refuge and our strength. God is a very present, everybody say very present, help in trouble. Therefore, because he's our refuge, because he's our strength, because he's a very present help, therefore we will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. Selah. Selah is an old word that tells you to pause right here, breathe, reflect, and meditate on what you just read. So let's just Selah for a moment. God is our refuge, Selah. God is our strength, Selah. God is our very present help right now. Selah. Scholars may not entirely understand the immediate context that this psalm was written. That is, it's not clear the reason why the author, not David, wrote this psalm, but it's clearly appropriate for the days we're living in. Though the mountains be moved, though the, though the earth give way, we will not fear. What an appropriate text for today. The big idea of the psalm is this. You need to write this down. The help of our God is stronger than the pain of the crisis we face. Let me say it again for you. The help of our God is stronger than the pain of the crisis that we face. That statement alone is enough to encourage you on a good day. But it's a hard statement to remember on a bad day that the God we serve and the help of our God is stronger than the pain of the crisis we face. It's hard to remember the strength and the help and the goodness of God when you're facing your worst of days. And for many families in our church and 
probably 1,500 or so families in our city, what happened yesterday was their worst day. Losing everything in a tornado, it's such an instant transformation of your life. Experiencing the death of a loved one many have experienced yesterday. It could be any kind of thing, bad medical news, a job loss, whatever the crisis is, the help of God is greater than the pain of your worst day. And I need you to see this. Paul said in the, in the letter to the Corinthians, he said, the pain of this world is not even close to comparing to the glory that is to come in the life with Jesus. But it's hard to remember that when you're in the middle of pain. It's hard to remember that we are living in a right now, but not in a forever. And what's happened right now is not gonna be the thing that's forever. But the pain of this world is not the same as the goodness of our God, the strength of the Lord and the presence of Almighty God. Be still and know, he says, that I'm God. So I want you to hear this again. The help of our God is stronger than any crisis we face. The help of God is stronger than tornadoes. The help of God is stronger than a global pandemic. The help of God is stronger than the loss of a loved one. The help of God is stronger than discouragement, fear, anxiety, and depression. Our God is a good God. We have to remember this in times of great pain. Our God is good. He only wants good for us. He is an ever-present help in time of trouble. Our God is a refuge. Our God is a strength. The name of the Lord is a strong tower, and the righteous run into it and are safe. I want you to remember these statements because the days ahead of us are going to be heavy, but we serve a good God. And the pain of the cross reminds us that even God can endure that for our benefit. He endured the cross, the Bible says, for, for the good of others. And we can endure these days to do good in the lives of other people. We have to believe God's word is true and we have to call on the goodness of God. And watch this, and we have to be ready to extend our hands and our hearts and our wallets and our mouths to be the goodness of God on feet. Can I hear an amen? When you've met the perfect storm, you have to trust that God is still a good God and he's our refuge and strength. So let's slow down this text for a moment and let's unpack it quickly. The first part of your message is God is our refuge. Psalm 46, God is our refuge and strength. What does it mean to be a refuge? One definition of refuge is it's a, it's a condition of being safe or sheltered from pursuit, danger, or trouble. Think of a hiding space, right? Anybody got kids that are good at hide and seek? A refuge is a place to go hide away, to be found safe and secure. Many people yesterday sheltered in place and sheltered in their safe space because they needed a refuge during a storm. But I wanna tell you something, more than sheltering in place, we need to teach people and learn and remember to shelter in God. God is our refuge, God is our shelter. Listen, the name of the Lord, the Bible says, is a strong tower and the righteous run into it and are safe. All of us by default know how to run to safety when things get hard. By nature, we escape to a safe place, we retreat back to our place of refuge. But, but we're reading here that God is our refuge. Think about rabbits, right? None of you are rabbits, obviously, this is not a great comparison, but rabbits run into a complex system of tunnels underground to find refuge. Beavers swim into their lodges and they escape predators to seek shelters. Other animals retreat into packs or other dens, right? The, the idea of being a lone wolf, an exposed wolf is when you're at most risk. 
You may have your house or a friend group or your small group, come on Jesus. You may find refuge at work or by escaping or running away, but the Bible teaches us that God is our refuge. He is our habitation. He is our hiding place. He is our place of safety. When you're threatened or in distress, when your life falls apart, when a, a tornado destroys your, your family and your whole life in less than seconds, seven seconds, you can run to, hide in your God, your refuge. I'll never forget that Saturday morning when my wife and I stood outside watching our entire life burn in an apartment fire. And there were times when I'm standing there trying to direct people. I'm a 24-year-old kid. I don't know anything. I ain't even got any shoes on and I hadn't cut my hair in seven months. It was glorious afro, everybody. Y'all think I'm playing. Amazing. And I remember stepping away from the fire when my wife is standing there and our whole lives are just going away because of somebody else's choices, by the way. Someone else was supposedly cooking drugs in their apartment, his lab exploded, and it burned the whole building down. It wasn't fair, it wasn't right. I didn't do anything to deserve that. And we're watching that happen. I'll never forget that moment where I stepped away to the other side of a parking lot, and I just told the Lord, I said, God, I'm your son, so this is now your problem. That's stepping into God as my refuge. I, look, those emotional highs and lows were coming and I went through them and so did my wife, but we kept coming back to saying, Lord, if I lost everything, I still have you. God, I, I'm gonna trust you. I'm gonna put my life in your hands. And we have to tell people that. Listen, in the darkest days, people don't always look for light, but we need to shine that light as bright as possible. We need to tell people, God is your refuge. You can hide in him. You can rest in him. You can stop and pause and thank him that you're living and breathing and standing on two feet. God is our refuge. We need to learn to run and hide in him. Scripture tells us in the book of Hebrews that we should abide in the Lord. If you remember during COVID, we learned to shelter in place. I wanna tell us to shelter in him. Whether in good times or bad, we find refuge in our relationship with the Lord. So tell people, hey, make sure you spend time with God. Make sure you pray. Hey, let me put my hands on you and pray. Our refuge is the Lord. Our shelter, our safe place is the presence of God. Be full of the Holy Spirit. Read your Bible, pray, spend time with God, follow him faithfully. And I need to tell you, and you need to tell this to others, if you've been hit by this tornado, if your life is really in a rough patch right now because of things you've done or things done to you or whatever the case, God is your refuge today. Pursue him, run to him, call to him, and submit to him. The second thing in that text, Psalm 46, is God is our refuge and God is our strength. I don't know about you, but when times are hard like this, I will deplete myself in trying to serve and get present and like show up. I'll spend resources and I just deplete myself in my strength. It's not, it's not uncommon for many of us who feel called to serve other people or when we're facing difficulties. Tough storms in life will leave you feeling weak, depleted, totally discouraged. Some literally opt out of life in moments like this. You can feel overwhelmed, ready to give up, but I want you to remember and I want you to tell people, God is our refuge, our hiding place, and God is our strength. Look at me, you will get through this because God is our strength. He's an ever-present help in time of trouble. Y'all hear what I'm saying? When you're weak, the Bible says he is strong. When you are low, he builds you up. When you are honest in your struggles, God says he is faithful 
in his provision. I need to tell somebody this today. You may be feeling overwhelmed, insecure, unqualified, totally isolated, or feel completely hopeless. There's nothing you can do to come out of this. And I need you to know, God doesn't need you to be perfect or right. He needs you to be seeking him, and he needs to be your source of divine strength. This is why our Bible says, build up your most holy faith in prayer, the Bible says in Jude. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing God's word and the words of Jesus Christ, Romans 10, 17. Yesterday, I prayed over this direct couple who was hit in the path of the tornado. We prayed and I told them that same prayer that I prayed as a a young man with the fire when I said, God, I'm your son, that's your problem. I put my hands on their shoulders and they've been through a very difficult year already. And I just caught them as their breathing was finally calming down, as their shoulders were going from, you know, breathing heavy to just calming down in prayer. And I just said, Lord, remind them that you're with them. Remind them, God, that they're your children. And remind them, God, that you're gonna walk them through this. Strengthen them, God. God is our refuge. God is our strength. Third thing in Psalm 46, God is an ever-present help. It says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. You may not see God's hand at work. I feel like I'm preaching the book of Ruth again, but I need to tell you, God is present anyway. God is active. God is working for you and for your good. God promises to never leave you. God promises to never forsake us. And God God tells us that we can trust in him as our refuge, our strength, and his presence will be with us no matter what. He promises to never leave us nor forsake us. And I think sometimes in tragedy, we forget that. And I need you to remind people this week, God's with us, God's with us, God's with us. And here's what people will ask. Well, where was God when this happened? And then just remind them, you're still standing here. And then remind them, I'm standing here with you, which means God has sent me to you, which means God is a very present help. Hey, how does God work? Through his church. Let's not forget If somebody gets all mad and twisted up, well, I wish Jesus would have just walked right down the street and stopped this tornado. You just go, well, he didn't come, but he sent me. And that's why I'm here. And by the way, I'm here to pray with you. I'm here to muck out your house. I'm here to buy you some lunch. I'm here to give you a gift card to Lowe's. Like I'm here because God is a very present help in trouble. And it's through the church that the manifold wisdom of God, the presence of the Lord should be known to our city and to our region. Can I hear an amen, everybody? Believe with your whole heart that God is a very present help. Pastor Choco said it a couple weeks ago. You may not see his hand moving literally, but that doesn't mean it's not on the move. It's already been amazing to see how people have been showing up and sent and there at the right time and resources. I heard stories already of people who said, man, I just, I barely made it into this safe space and God protected me. My house was blown away around me. My roof was lifted off, but my family was safe and not harmed at all. I'm telling you, God is with you guys We're in a season of pain and difficulty, but we can trust the Lord to be our refuge, our hiding place, our strength to get us through this. And he is a very present help in this time of trouble. And he's most present. Look at me, church. I need you to hear this. He's gonna be most present through you. His spirit lives in you and his spirit will work through you. I just wanna say this to the church. I need all of you to hear me when I say this. None of us gets to sit on the sidelines on this one. Can I say it again for the rest of you to amen? None of us will sit on the sidelines for this one. Because it's God's a very present help in Clarksville in times of trouble. 
The next verse too says, therefore, we will not fear. You know how we can help the fears of our community, how we can help the anxiety of our community? By being present, by reminding people that God is our refuge, reminding people God is strengthening you. And by showing up through praying and giving and serving, then therefore we will not fear. Though the earth gives way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, through tor- though tornadoes rip through our town, though a marriage falls apart, no fault of your own, we will not fear, whatever the situation through every high and every low. And this weekend was a very low weekend. But God is our refuge, our strength, our helper, and he's present with us, and so we don't have to fear. This is what we need to remember. I'm about to give you some directions and we're gonna close our time in worship. Because I don't wanna wanna keep y'all here all day. I want y'all equipped and empowered to go and to do something today, as, as immediately as today. But this is what I want us to remember when we face tough times like this. God is, first of all, God is, first of all. That's just enough of the message, right? Start the whole text again, Psalm 46. God is. He is our refuge, he is our strength, but God is. He's the eternal one and he's with us. We don't get to call in a B team with God. We get him directly. He is our refuge, he's our hiding place, he's the one who strengthens us. And I just need you to know there's no crisis too big or too small for your God. Remember what I said earlier, the help of our God is stronger than the pain of the crisis we face. So then he goes on in verse 10 to say this in Psalm 46. And I wanna throw the word so, but it wasn't in the original Hebrew. So be still and know that I am God. Be still and know. Can I just ask around the room right now, and those of you watching, is anyone in this room right now, you were either directly or indirectly or someone you know was directly affected by this tornado? I want you to stand up. This is is off my notes. Could you stand up right where you're at? Church, sitting, look around. Now, those of you standing, look at me. You're about to be really busy. Life's gonna get real chaotic. So look at me first. Be still and know that he is God. Before you get your hands dirty, before you go trying to fix everything, be still first. This is why we had church today. I was tempted to call it off and let's just go out and serve, but we need to come first and just be still and know that he is God. Be still and know. He says, I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. Are you hearing me guys? Those of you that are standing, God is with you. Be still and just know that. Busyness is coming, but right now, be busy being still. And just know that he's God. I'll be exalted among the nations. I'll be exalted among the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. And look what he says, Selah. So everybody, one more time, take a deep breath. Let's trust the Lord. Let's put the Lord first. Isn't that what he taught us in Matthew 6? Seek first the kingdom, his righteousness, and all this stuff will be added to us. You can have a seat. We're gonna stand together in a moment. I, don't, I need you to say law first. I need you to take a breath. This is why we decided to have church. This week will be busy. Our schedule will be adjusted. All of us will. 
And I'm asking every one of you to be ready, ready to get your hands dirty, to jump in, to serve, to help our community. But for this hour, this morning, be still and know that he's God. I wanna ask you to grab your phones, please. God says, I'm with you. God says, Clarksville, I got you. Woodlawn, I'm co- I've got you covered. I got your back. Your problems are my problems. Your fears are my fears. So what do we do next? Here's what I want you to do. I, I want us to do two things. I want us to do something now, and I want us to do something next. Are y'all hearing me, everybody? Life point, nobody sits on the sidelines on this. I want everybody to do something now, and then I want everybody to do something next. Here's what's now. We're gonna pray again for our city. We're gonna pray for our church. We're gonna be still and know that he's God. We're gonna say la first. We're gonna, you know when you get on an airplane and they go, hey, in the event of pressure, cabin pressure dropping, uh, if you could please avoid screaming, bloody murder, panic, put the mask on your, I don't know about you, but if that pressure drops, I'm screaming. What do they say? Put the mask on yourself first and then help others. That's what Selah is. That's why we're gathered today. Be still and know. First thing we're gonna do is pray for our city. Second thing we're gonna do is give like crazy. I I want you already to give your tithe. Keep doing that. But I'm gonna give you a moment to give to our disaster relief fund. By the way, our disaster relief fund is being spread a lot of places. In fact, our mayor texted me this morning, our county mayor, and said, hey, I hope you don't mind. I'll be on Good Morning America. And they asked if we could give, where should we send it? And so I gave them LifePoint Church's website for the whole nation. I was like, sure, bring it in. (laughs) Thank you, Wes. (laughs) So we're hiring a new uh, finance department. Like we're expanding. But I want all of you to give, like, listen, it's Christmas time. We're all giving gifts and a couple thousand families just lost their whole Christmas. I want you to give above your tithe a lot. And this is what they told the church when my wife and I lost everything in a fire. My pastor stood up and said, if you've ever been stingy before, today's not the day to be stingy. And they'd already taken the tithe and he goes, now we're gonna take another offering for this young family. And the church, we didn't have insurance. The church blessed us and helped put our lives back together. So I'm just telling you, if you've ever been stingy, now's not the time. And 100% of what you give away, what you give to disaster relief, 100% of it will be given away to help families restore their lives. I promise you there's no commission, there's no like fee to manage all of that. 100% of it will be given. And you'll of course get a record of that as well. So I want you to take that phone. And if you're watching online or at Austin P, I want you to hold it up right now to scan this QR code, which is about to show up on the screen next to me. And if you're in the room, you can tap the little circular sticker on the seat in front of you with your phone or scan the QR code. And it's gonna put us all on a landing page together. It's our connect page. And I want all of you to do this. I want you to look on this page. There are places for you to act. There's a place for you to give. And that's our disaster relief fund. And I'm asking every family in the church above your tithe to give to our disaster relief fund today. And then you'll notice on that that scanning uh, platform, you can, ser- you can serve, you can show up today to serve. And there's a couple ways that you can serve. The easiest way for all of you to serve is obviously in prayer, but I'm asking you to pray and then get your hands dirty. So, so there's a list on our website where YAPAC Outreach is a partner and Aerial Recovery is a partner for us today. 
And they're both doing disaster relief today. You can go to the warehouse at YAPAC Outreach on Paradise Hill Road, or you can go shopping today. YAPAC has a short list of things needed immediately. Tarps, nails for roofs, hammers, gloves, all of that is on their website and you can shop today. In addition to your giving to our disaster relief fund, you can serve today. Aerial Recovery is an organization that'll be doing disaster recovery for many families and, and leaders from that group are a part of our church as well. They're meeting at the movie theater at exit one. Later today, Mosaic Church will be uh, offering for people to come and help serve and distribute. We are partnering with Convoy of Hope. They sent a container overnight. They've got a second one coming this morning and they will just be coming, 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 coming all week long and for weeks and weeks to come. On the website that you just scanned, there's a place that says, I can help, that I can serve. And there's a place on there where you, listen, I want everybody in our church ready to serve when the needs get heavier. There's gonna be houses that need to be gone through and, and stuff need to be cleaned out and driveways shoveled and, and we need construction equipment and we need gloves and hands and we need all kinds of work. So I want all of you to go on our website and on that page that says, I can help, I want you to click there and leave your contact information. And then there's a place that even says, what can you do? And some of you, you're like, I can't run a shovel or a dozer, but I can bake pies. God bless you pie bakers, we need pies. You know what people don't want is more fast food in three days. You know what I'm saying? They need some home cooking. Maybe you can bake a pie. Maybe you can paint a new living room. Whatever your skill, whatever your talent, whatever God's stirring you right now, maybe you can fundraise with us. Listen, we would love to raise so much. I would love the church to put FEMA to shame because we raise so much money. Y'all hear what I'm saying, everybody? We'll take their money too, but I'm just saying. Whatever your skill, put it, out, put it on there. I'm asking everybody in our church to do something. Can I just tell you, just look at me, as a young man who's been on the receiving end of a pastor doing this in his church, I will never forget that God is our refuge, God is our strength, and he's a very present help, and it's always through you. It's always through the church. The church changed my life by doing what I'm asking you to do. No one sits on the sidelines. No one doesn't play ball this time. You feeling empowered? You feeling encouraged today, everybody? You feel like you know how to feel and believe and think and what to do? Can we stand together today? I want us to close our time in worship and I'm gonna actually lead us in a brief chorus in a song that you heard earlier that was actually written in a time of tragedy. Horatio Spafford was a Presbyterian congregant from Chicago. He had a large legal practice and was a devout Christian. He had many great friends in the ministry like D.L. Moody and others. And his wife and children boarded a vessel, a boat to cross the Atlantic. And 12 minutes after leaving, or excuse me, the ship was struck uh, in the middle of the ocean and 12 minutes after the ship sank into the bottom of the ocean. Several days later, survivors finally, finally landed in Wales, but the husband's, the Spafford's wife and children were not survivors. And in the midst of that tragedy, he writes a hymn. I'm telling you, a song like this could only be birthed out of tragedy. 
and our city has experienced tragedy. The loss of a loved one yesterday, three people that we know of. And it's a song like this that reminds us that our God is our refuge and strength. He is our very present help in trouble. So I wanna ask if you would, this is our benediction, which is open your hands to the Lord and just sing this with me. Come on, there's, I, I would love to hear the whole chorus of our church, just sing this together at every location. And we're just gonna call upon the Lord, our refuge and strength. And we're gonna remind ourselves and we're gonna declare today that our confidence is in the Lord and our peace is with him. And we're gonna trust him and we're gonna walk with him through this. Would you just sing this with me? When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea Thank you, thank you, thank you for choosing us for such a season and a time and a period as right now. God, it is not an accident that the church of Jesus Christ is activated the way we are on this day, in this year, at this time for this city. Lord, we thank you in the name of Jesus that you would help us, supply for us, provide for us, and, and lead us, Lord God, that every one of us would engage heavily and run into this fight and into this storm to serve our city. God, whether it's serving at Pack, at Mosaic, with aerial recovery or helping family members and friends clean up their lives, God, we're in. We will give strong, we'll pray hard, we will serve faithfully. In Jesus' name, to God be the glory. Amen, everybody. We hope that you've been inspired and challenged by today's message. If you'd like to grow in your walk with Jesus, stay connected or partner with us through generosity, be sure to visit our website at lifepointchurch.tv. We hope that you have a blessed week and we'll see you next Sunday.